Hello, family and friends. I'm so happy today to hear for the last day for Pastor Jim Crabb out of the Cincinnati, Ohio area. And Pastor Crabb, I can't thank you enough for just the Spirit of God, the anointing here. And I hope, folks, that you've been open, you know, because we're kind of like a glass, right? You try to you try to pour water in a glass with your hand over the top of it, then you didn't drink, you didn't get mm. anything. But I just pray that you've been open enough to receive what God has, because the Holy Spirit has been flowing in these services through Pastor Crabber, these messages. And so I just hope you you choose to receive, because we choose, right? God's not a dictator. Uh, he's a God of choice. Yes, and so is. I hope you I hope you choose to receive. We're going to talk a little bit today about fellowship and relationship and witnessing, maybe to your circle of influence. And let's pray and we'll get started. Father, we're so thankful for these messages, Father. Thank you for Pastor Crabb and his love for you and his ministry and his dedication, Father, to serving you, Father. So we thank you for today. Thank you for speaking through us in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. All yours, Pastor Crabb. Thank you, Brother Greg, once again. And thank you all for joining us today. We believe that God is going to say something today through this weak vessel that will be able to impact your life and touch your heart and your soul for eternity. Today, you know, we've been talking on this podcast in the last days about the local church. How do you find the right church? Well, you find your pastor, you you find the local church. What are the benefits of, of the local church? What about friends in your life? And today we want to wrap up this series of messages and I want to talk about witnessing and taking the good news that was given to us and sharing it with others because I did a our Thursday night we're live streaming now only on Thursday nights but so I did a little round table with two of my leaders last week and we talked about world missions but what we talked about is our responsibility to others. Our responsibility to, you know, what do people in in Africa have to do with me? Is that my problem? That's what, after Cain killed Abel and the Lord came to him and said, "Where's your, I hear your brother's blood crying to me yeah. from the ground. And he yeah. said, where's your brother? And Cain's answer was, am I my brother's keeper? Well, in a real way, I think we are our brother's keeper. Yeah. We are responsible to the, what is it, seven and a half billion people on planet Earth right now. This is the generation we live in right yeah. now. Yeah. And we are responsible to take this good news of the gospel and share it with every person we can, beginning where you are, your hometown, where you live, where you work, where you vacation, everywhere your sphere of influence is, and then beyond those borders through missions. And we called it that day, I, I wrote it down, that what is the supreme task of the church? And the supreme, like if we could only do one thing as the church, what would it be? Well, it's world evangelism. Mm, it's on. getting the gospel. It's evangelizing the lost. Every human yeah. is a candidate. This isn't a time to not be sharing what God has given us. You know, I love the word gospel. It means good news. Yes. Because it's good news to the broken, to the dying, to the poor, to the weak, to the lost. Right? And we've got a responsibility 
in my view, to share that. I think about my own testimony. The, the way I became a Christian, I was raised in a denominational church, a dead church, a lifeless church. I, in that church, I went every week with my mother and dad who dragged me to that church as I was growing up, and I never one time heard the gospel, the pure gospel that I'm lost. Jesus died for my sin. He raised again from the dead, and I need to make him Lord over my life. I never heard that. Well, when I graduated high school, I went to Ohio State University. And at Ohio State, I was having a difficult time. I was, part of it was God was chasing me. I, I wasn't in, in fellowship with him. I wasn't in his sheepfold yet. And he was dealing with me. And, and so, you know, when, you, when God's dealing with you, sometimes it'll, it'll make you get, get wilder and crazier sometimes. And that's what happened for me. And I started down the road of drugs and things I never thought I would do. I grew up in high school as an athlete and that was my world. But when I became lost, broken and confused, I started going out of my boundaries and I was really a mess. And the way that my testimony starts is that we had like 15 guys in my dorm room, room 535, Dracket Tower on the north campus of Ohio State University. And we were smoking weed in my dorm room. And all of a sudden there was a knock at the door and everybody panicked. You know, that was back in 1971 and two. And so that was when drugs were just really getting rolling. So we, we didn't know if it was the cops or whatever it was, but we were on the fifth story. Where were we going to go? We couldn't jump out the window. So everybody kind of panicked, and I finally nobody was going to get the door, so I got up and answered the door. When I answered the door, I looked out. There was these two guys with this, the biggest smile that I felt like I'd ever seen in my life. And they said, we're with Campus Crusade for Christ, and we are out sharing the good news today. And I remember thinking, you know what? If I need anything today, I need some good news yeah. because I feel like my world is falling apart and is in shambles. And so they said, would you come out here? I stepped outside that party. Everybody else started laughing when they heard it. I stepped outside, got in the hallway there in the hallway on Dracket Tower and they began to, to share with me the gospel. They drew a picture of God on one side of the page and then drew me on the other side of the page and said, Jim, God wants to get to you and you need to get to God. But there's a gap, there's a gulf between you. But God has provided the answer. And they, in the middle of that page, they drew a cross and the two cross beams of that cross, one touched God and one touched me. And they said, now, Jim, because of the cross of Christ that he died on, now God can go through the cross to reach you and you can come back through the cross and you can reach God and meet God. That was the beginning. Sadly, I didn't get saved that day. But I'll tell you the truth, brother. I never got over it, Greg. Mm-hmm. It That stayed with me for a couple years. Two years later, fast forward, one of my dearest friends was 
kind of my drug dealer. And he went to Tennessee to get some drugs. And he got some drugs, went up into the mountains in Lake City, Tennessee, down toward Knoxville. And walked up, he was going to walk up in the mountains and get high. And he did that. But as he was walking down this mountain road, in the distance he heard some music. And the, he could tell it was church music. And he kept following that and kept walking down this mountain road, this little nowhere church up in the mountains. And he got there and he realized they were, they were in there having church right now. And so, you know, this guy had long, bright red hair. He, was, he looked like a crazy person. But he said, I felt like God wanted me to go into that building. He went in the building. He sat on the back row. And when they gave the invitation, the, the altar call to come to Christ, he got up, went to the altar, and gave his life to Praise Jesus. God. His testimony is that before he got up, the next thing God spoke to him was, I want you to go home to Cincinnati and tell Jim Crabb what just happened to you because he needs this. And Mike did. A few days later, he drove back to Cincinnati. I remember at my mother's house, he knocked on the door and he said, I found it. I thought he meant I found our drugs. <laughs> but he said, no, I found more than that. I found Jesus is what we're looking for. And I went up in my room with him and for two hours, he explained the gospel to me and I thought back to those other guys at Ohio wow. State that had shared the gospel with me, and that changed my life. And not long after that, just a few weeks later, I got saved and gave my life to Jesus. Praise. So the importance of individual soul winning and sharing the good news and witnessing for God is Praise powerful. God. I wouldn't be here today without it. Pastor Jim, could you lead the people? I, I believe there's folks out there today, you know, that don't know Jesus. Maybe you know him in your head, but Jesus said you have to be born again to go to heaven. He That's didn't say you warm up a church pew, but I just feel like there's people out there that have never really truly given him their heart. And so mm -hmm. if you would lead them, Pastor. Certainly. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone listening. For someone that might not know Christ, maybe they're church members, church goers, maybe not. Uh, maybe they're addicted to alcohol or drugs. Maybe they're addicted to another kind of sin. But Lord, I want to thank you that they can come to Christ. Yes. They can come and believe that you died on the cross and you shed your blood for their sin. And your blood is so powerful, it can cleanse them of all unrighteousness. And Lord, I thank you today. If they will repent and confess you as Lord, you will become the king of their hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. And Pastor, those that have said that prayer and want to contact you and thank you and, yes, and uh, for what you did, can you tell them how to contact you? Sure. Our easiest way is to uh, contact us through maybe our website, imagodeicincy.com, I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y.com. There's a lot of great information on that website. Well, thank, thank you, you Pastor Krebs, thank you so for much. It's been such a blessing. And, and folks, joy. if you want to contact our ministry, you can do so at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 
449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.